I'm Michael. And I'm Rebecca. And we just put our kids to bed. So come hang out with us as we talk about life. And other things. While while the kids sleep. Hey everybody. Thanks for joining us tonight on uh, While the Kids Sleep. We're glad to be here. We're really glad to be here because the first time we tried to record this episode, well, we recorded the entire thing. And then when we were going back and looking at it to do some edits and put everything together, we realized that Michael's microphone was not working on the fritz, something. So only my audio was there. So we're having to record it a second time. Yay. So glad to be here. It's Friday night. Woo! Before we jump into what we had planned to talk about with our topic for tonight, we're going to tell our while the kids were not sleeping story. And this one's also about our little Nicole. I feel like we tell a lot of stories about her because she's just a really funny age and she just says so many things without even thinking about it and it just makes us laugh all the time. The other day, she we were in the car and she asked to borrow my chapstick because I always have like chapsticks in like every area of my life. I have one usually in my purse, one in the bedroom, one in the car. Anyway, she borrowed my car one and she was using it. And then I look back a few minutes later and she's like, where where did the top to the chapstick go? And then she turns and looks at her other hand and she's like, oh, I'm holding it. <laughs> and we're like, yeah. And then she laughed at herself, which was good. So she's got a good sense of humor, but I just had to laugh at her because I'm like, oh, that poor little ditz. No. <laughs> no, she's sweet and smart. Michael thought it seemed like that's something that I do a lot, right? She gets it from her mama. <sighs> what can I say? So anyways, it was funny and um, made us think, you know, she's kind of seeming seeming dumb. We need to go back to school. So (laughs) what a perfect uh, topic for tonight's episode is back to school and some things that we do at home and to prepare for getting ready to go back to school, things that we do to make being at school easier and after school. So start us off, Michael. Okay. Uh, yeah, so the first thing is just helping your kids get ready. And some of these tips are mostly, we do them the night before because there's not a lot of time in the morning to get ready for school. So most of these uh, tips are for the night before. And the first tip is pick out the clothes for the next day. Yep, pretty easy. I think that's pretty standard. Most people know that. And then you don't have to do that threatened, frantic, we have to be out the door in five minutes, and if you don't choose what you're going to be wearing, you're going naked. <laughs> or I'll choose it for you. No, yep. no. So that's the first tip. The next tip is also pack their backpack the night before. and Make sure that you have all the homework, all permission slips signed, anything that needs to go back into the backpack the night before, put that in the backpack. And just so in the morning you can grab it and go and you're not trying to get the homework and get all all the papers together and stuffed into the bag. Exactly. And then the next thing for the night before is hopefully you get enough sleep. You have your kids. For you or for them? For the kids. (laughs) Well, because you know, I mean, they're at school for a long time during the day and usually school starts pretty early and so they really need to get their rest you know and kids need a lot of it as they're growing just you know adults we need it too but kids really do need it and so 
probably an easy 10 hours. For sure. Yeah, at least. Try and, you know, get them to bed early enough so that they can get some good quality sleep. Those are our tips for getting your kid ready for school. And then once they're at school, most of your responsibility of, as a parent is relieved, except for <laughs> yeah. the one thing you have to worry about while your kid is at school is lunchtime. If you don't, if your kid doesn't have a lunch, they're not going to be your biggest fan. Exactly. And these tips we're going to share is related to preparing lunch for your kids. Like if they're taking their own lunch to school. Now, if you decide to go with the school lunch and pay for that or whatever, that's a whole different thing. That's, you know, I guess simpler. Simpler. In some Except ways. you just got to make sure that they have their balance paid. Right, that's a whole different beast. But for us, we choose to send a lunchbox with um, Jessica. Number one, because I think it's cheaper in the long run, because a lot of times we just use leftovers for things. Anyway, and then we can just control, we know what she's eating. So yeah, it's a bigger healthy. variety. Exactly, and health-wise and things like that. Some tips for putting together a lunchbox and to make it a little bit easier. Um, number one, we like using a thermos, and I found a little thermos set at Costco a few months back that had like the actual heated thermos for the hot foods, and then it had like a drink, a water bottle that was, you know, good to design to keep your, your drinks cold or hot as well. So I really like using the thermos because that means that she can have a hot lunch, and it's not all just like sandwiches and whatever. So um, a good trick for that is to heat up some water like to boiling almost and pour the water into the thermos and let it sit for a few minutes so it can heat up the actual thermos itself before you put the food in. So you heat, the, heat up the thermos itself, pour the water out, dry it out, then put the hot food in and then seal it up and so that way it keeps everything like super nice and warm, just super great. The next thing that Rebecca introduced me to is a bento box. Apparently it's Asian, look it up. <laughs> It's Japanese, I believe, in origin. Maybe Korean, yeah. too, as well. But you're right, of Asian yeah. culture. For us redneck speak, we call it a plastic container with dividers inside there of it. There you go. So compartments within this plastic container. So this bento box we use inside the lunchbox. So it's something that's hard, and it's got a lid that seals specific to the compartments within it so nothing leaks into anything else. And then I like that you're not putting a bunch of different tiny little containers in your lunchbox, and then you're also not having things like squish each other. Because I remember going to school as a kid, and I'd have like a sandwich in a little sandwich bag, and, and then it got I'd squished by the apple. Right, squished <laughs> by the apple or something else, or something leaked onto that, and it was just a total bummer. And so this keeps everything nice and tidy, and you can put like your little crackers in one compartment, and then some dip in another, or whatever. And it's just it's really convenient. So they're everywhere. You can find them on Amazon. They sell them at all the stores nowadays. But it's been really convenient. The next uh, item we send with our child and not just for lunch but so she can have it with her at her desk is a water bottle. We always walk around our house with water bottles and kids you know they're at their desk all day long they are they need a water bottle too. Yeah we we drink water all the time we're not like juice people our kids don't even drink a lot of milk or anything so water is just like a natural thing for us to use it's just that's what we do. A tip for getting that lunchbox prepared is let your child choose their own food. So the night before, one of us will always ask Jessica, you know, what do you want for lunch the next day? Do you want leftovers from dinner? Do you want a sandwich or something like that? Mm -hmm. And as we get more children and we're doing maybe many more lunches, there's this idea of you have like a, a bin 
of items they can grab or an assembly line. Mm -hmm. So they can just line up, go down each of the bins and grab something for their lunch. Yeah, and I've seen a lot of people do this before. Like the bins are categorized like, okay, take one from this bin that's like crackers or chips or something. Take one from this bin that's like fruit or something. Take one from this bin that's something else. And so that way they they can still get like a balance to their meals, but in a variety, but they get to still choose it themselves. So, and that's nice because, you know, they're not going to eat. They makes, it makes them want to eat their food more if they've chosen it, if it's something they know that they like. Definitely handy with once you get to that stage of multiple kids, multiple lunches, having to get out that day. Exactly. And Good then, for daddies too, when the daddies go to work. <laughs> that's true too. <laughs> when you eventually go back to work someday in person. Um, and then the last thing to do with lunch as well is make sure that whatever you put in their lunchbox, that it's something that they can open themselves, that it is packaging that they can they can open. They don't need to ask for help to do it, especially right now when everybody's really worried about germs with COVID and stuff. You know, you don't want to have to ask a teacher to go and open something else. And and then also it just takes time. Like, I can't get this string cheese open or I can't get this gogur open. Like Yeah, tell the story about the, the laughing cow cheese. Oh, yeah, so yeah. tonight... Or the little baby bells or, baby or whatever. Bells, yeah. yeah. So I just bought stuff from um, some Costco, some more things for her lunches and whatever. And I bought those little baby bells. Cheeses, which are like a little, what are they, a little wedge or something? They're a little cheese wheel. Cheese wheel. There you go. They're sealed in wax. Wax and then plastic around that. So we pulled it out tonight to make sure that Jessica could do it. And she opened up that up and Michael showed her how to pull the wax back and she got up and she's like, this is really cool. But that's something like we have to, we've had to stop and think, okay, I need to see if she can open this. And so we'll test things out and check and see if she can do it by herself because that would not be fun to get to school and be like, well, great, I want to eat this, but I can't do it. The next thing to worry or to make sure your child have a good day at school is making sure that they are dressed for the weather. Mm -hmm. you know, right after they eat lunch, they're going to go out to recess. They have a couple recesses during the day. If they're not dressed for the coming weather, they're going to have a miserable time. You know, maybe it's going to be raining later that day. Mm -hmm. Kids, they're not looking at the weather forecast. Adults, we are. Yeah. As we start getting into the winter season, you may just only wear a light jacket when you're out and about because, oh, I'm just going from the car to the store. Mm -hmm. I don't need a big winter coat. Well, at recess time, they're spending a half an hour outside. They need to make sure they're wearing a good heavy coat to wear during the winter time for recess. Yeah, and that's something that Jessica's school has been really good about. Um, and I know it's different if you live in a different climate, but they remind send out reminders when it's coming to winter time. And they're like, okay, snow's coming. Make sure that not only your kid has like their snow coat, but that they've also got gloves and they've got like a beanie or something too, like because they don't want to get wet and cold. And, and they're like, you know, they're going to go play outside in the winter in the snow. So we're not going to leave them inside unless it's like a blizzard or something, you know. So you have to be prepared for that. And then the last tip, which is sad, and hopefully this is only a tip applicable for this year, is masks. Right now, a lot of schools are requiring masks to be worn inside the building. And our school was really cool. They bought all the children little lanyards mm -hmm. so they can clip their mask to the lanyard so when they go out to recess they don't lose their masks because at recess they can take them off right and same with lunchtime too but yeah and lunchtime but yeah so that 
And then Rebecca, tell them about the little system you have for when Jessica gets home. Okay, so we bought, I bought masks. I found some really cute ones online at Old Navy and everywhere is carrying them nowadays. So you can find a bazillion different kinds and whatever. But Jessica and Nicole both got to pick out like a little five pack of masks and they both had cute patterns on them. And so like, she's really excited to wear them when she goes to school, which makes things fun because if you're gonna have a mask on your face all day, might as well have cute little like rainbows on or something but um, the system we have is that you know every day they need to have a clean mask wear one for the whole day and then they need to switch a new one out the next day and so when Jessica comes home we take the mask off her lanyard and I have just like a little um, it's like a little lingerie. lingerie type bag just that fine mesh that you can wash like your delicates in put them all in so that you don't lose it and it zips up and so she puts her mask in there and we do this with ours too that we own as well and we put our masks all in that little bag and fill it up and then at the end of the week you know zip it up and then we put it in the wash with everything else and so that way we're not losing them in the midst of you know the dryer monster won't get them or whatever they're in one bag all together so that's really been super convenient to not lose them that's all of our tips for while the child are, is at school and now it's coming into after school the how to have a successful after school this there's going to be a lot of variation or leeway everybody's home schedule is different Right now, what we're doing is Jessica gets home from school. She does her homework right away, just gets it done before dinner. And that works for her right now because she's a first grader and she only has like five minutes of homework. It's really quick and easy. I know that with some older kids, they have, you know, like hours of homework sometimes. And so they need a break when they come home and then they start in on their homework, whatever. But for us, it's good to just start it right away, get it done. And then she has the rest of the evening to do whatever she wants, basically. Yep. And obviously other activities like extracurriculars, you know, they could uh, get in the way. So if they have gymnastics after school or something, obviously you're not going to do homework. You may have to do your extracurricular, have dinner and then do homework. So, you know, just kind of best judgment. But right now doing homework right away is working for us. And then we also make sure once she comes home that they go outside to play, that they don't just come in and watch TV. Yeah, well, because they've been sitting down at a desk for hours most of the day yes they have a couple recesses here and there they go to lunch but generally they've been sitting down for a good portion of the day so then you get out they need to move their bodies they need to breathe some fresh air things like that it's just it's so good for them um and the next thing is we also do when they come home is we look through their little take-home folder which i think every teacher does that now this wasn't the case when i was in school but they have these great little like two-sided folders with the pockets in them and one side is like leave it home and the other one return to school and it's so nice because the teacher can put whatever they want in there and you just look at it and see what they need you to look at if there's something they want you to sign or whatever you can just keep it and then you can plop it back and put it back in their folder but it's we just, we just like to check up on them and know what's going on with them so we make sure to look at that every day and then once everything's done your homework's done kind of going back to that first category getting ready put their back have a place for their backpack to go just don't have their backpack by the back door for you to trip over or something have a place where you know you got all your homework done let's put it back into the backpack pack it up go hang it on a hook or something just make sure it's not a complete vomit of 
<laughs> shoes and coats and jackets and backpacks by your back uh, Which, by your entry door we still get a lot of times too like jessa will come in and she's excited to show like some us something and she's like look at this and she like comes in the living room and like rips her shoes off right there at the threshold of the living room and slams her bag down to open it up and she's like look at this and then like 10 minutes later we're like oh my gosh it's like hurricane jessica was in <laughs> here and you're like okay jessica where do your shoes go where does your backpack okay okay but that way like you Little don't lose anything breadcrumbs yeah. <laughs> you know. it shows that where she's been but that way you don't lose anything the next day you're like oh here it is i don't have to worry about it in the morning when it's frantic and we're trying to get to school like everything's where it should be anyway so that's really helpful uh and then the last thing we like to remember for after school so what we call stimulation overload. Kids, like we said, have been at school sitting down on their best behavior generally for six plus hours that day and every day. They do it five days a week. They've been so good. And so they come home and it's it can be draining and it can be hard. And there's a lot, you know, they've been surrounded by a lot of kids. They maybe haven't had a moment to just detox. And so when they come home, what usually happens, they do detox and they need a place to compress, decompress. And so a lot of times they'll come home and they'll have like a tantrum or they'll have, they'll get upset or they'll cry or something. And just knowing that that's completely normal because at our house is their safe space where they can go and say, okay, whew, I don't have to be on my best feet. <laughs> well, hopefully they're behaving well, but can hopefully be themselves when they come home. All right. And as parents, it's easy to get overly excited. Rebecca learned this lesson last year when Jessica was in kindergarten. After that very first day, Rebecca went to go pick Jessica up and Jessica got in the car and it was like, how was your first day? Did you like your teacher? Did you meet any new friends? Did you, <laughs> I was excited. You're just so excited. Yeah. But they've just been at school and they've been so stimulated that Jessica, she just started crying. In the car, she just broke down. I was like, oh, oh. Sh I'm sorry. <laughs> so this is more of the tip for the parents. Don't bombard them. Yes, you're very excited that they're home from school. Mm -hmm. But realize, you know, they may need that 10-minute car ride home just to have some quiet time and relax. And they will tell you about their day when they are ready to. Yeah, and luckily, you know, Jessica got used to that transition pretty soon after kindergarten. And we haven't had an issue with that this year at all. Like she's actually the one, she comes in the car every single day since the first day she started school this year. And she's like, I mean, just chats my ear off about everything. And I'm almost like, whoa, okay, you've been gone all day. It's been a little bit more quiet. And now she gets in the car, I'm like, overload for me. <laughs> but it's super awesome. And I'm glad that she wants to tell me all about school and how much she loves it. Cause, cause that's so great. And that's something also to remember too, is, you know, don't just ask, Hey, how was your day? What did you do? Like try, you know, when you're going to talk to them about school, make sure, you know, think of some more unique questions to ask them. Like, what was your favorite thing that you learned today? Or did you, you know, what did you have something that you struggled with today? Or who did know. you play with that recess? Exactly. Or? Like, tell me about what you did for your science portion and stuff like that. So ask a more interesting questions, I think keeps things fun too. Thank you for joining us on this uh, episode about back to school on While, While the, the Kids, kids Sleep. sleep.